Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to the huddle. Tuesday night. It's the Timberwolves. It's the Clippers in the now we're familiar with play-in game, um, which gives them a chance to move right into the playoffs as a number seven seed. If one of them loses, then they get to play again and try to move in as an eight seed. I know it gets complicated. The here and now is he got to win one out of two this week. Joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker hotline to break it down, someone that knows a whole lot about basketball. He's got a son that plays professionally, a daughter that plays professionally. He played professionally. Richard Coffey, your son Amir, is a part of that Clipper team coming here on Tuesday night. Uh, first of all, it's been fun to watch him from afar. Uh, what's it been like for Dad this season? It's been a lot of fun. You know, he's put in a lot of work over the last three years, and um, the Clippers organization has believed in him the entire time, and things, things are working out for him there really well. So, Richard, uh, great to have you on, man. It's so exciting. And when I got out of the University of Minnesota, I, I got a chance to sit there with my father watching all the games that you played, man. And it was really uh, – it was always exciting and loved it. Um, what do you see in your son of late? Like, it, it seems like he has just started to explode as a player. Is it the opportunity? Is it the chance to get more playing time? And, and it, it, he's, he's shooting lights out. So, what is it right now about what he's doing that's got him to the place where he is? You know, it's been a combination of things. Um, one, he's he's worked hard on his shot to try to get that better, and he's he's had some success with it. But then it's also the opportunity. Um, you know, fortunately for him this year with the COVID protocols, and unfortunately for some other players, there were some injuries. But with those, with the combination of those things, he's gotten opportunities. And and I, I you know, I feel Amir's Amir's in a situation that a lot of players are in. I think there's a lot of players out there that are good enough to play in the league, uh, but needing the opportunity to prove themselves. And fortunately for Amir, uh, he's gotten that opportunity and he's done well with it. You, you know, Richard, one of those magical nights this year for him was against Milwaukee not long ago, the defending world champs. And I'm watching, I'm going, holy cow, he's on fire. And I think he ended up with 32 or 34 points. And what's it like for a dad to observe a game like that? <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I do the opposite of, of what you should do. You live and die with every shot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. And, the opposite, uh, and you do what every dad does, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. But it, it, it's just fun because, you know, when you're, when you're close to the player, when he's your son, you know, you see the ups and downs. And, yep. you you know, you're on the phone with him nights when he's not getting the opportunity or when things yep. aren't going well and, you, and you're having those conversations and you're with him on draft night in a, in a mere situation where he, where he didn't get drafted and then you're having all those conversations. So there's a lot. It's a roller coaster. There's a lot of ups and downs uh, in a journey like Amir's. So when you see everything come 
to everything come together, you're just really excited and happy for it. Well, and, and, and they're rolling, Richard. I mean, it's awesome. And that game against Milwaukee, Maxie, not only did he score 32 points, but how about throwing up 153 points for the team? I, I, that, yeah, that's a that's a monster game. I mean, that's a monster game. Richard, are you able to see a lot of games, and are you able to see some of the games at least, or, or a decent number of them in person? Do you get out to LA very much? Yeah. Well, I don't. I, I've I've only been to LA maybe a couple times this season, uh, but we watch every game. Um, we watch every single game that Amir plays. Um, you know, we have the NBA package, so um, we're in front of the television every game. You know, I'm talking to him. I'm always coaching. You know, you, I'm still coaching, even though he has better coaches than I. You know, I'm still, I'm still giving him my little, my little fatherly coaching. Um, uh, so yeah, we 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 watch, um, we watch every game, and and his his opportunity comes and goes, right? I mean, he, yeah, you know, he was he was starting and he's playing well, and then the last two games. You know, he didn't play – he only played six or seven minutes. So, I – and that's the roller coaster, you know, when yep. you're still trying to define yourself as a player that I try to get him to understand. And you can't you, – you, you, you just can't – you can't think about any given night as a, as, a, as a single night. You have to look at the situation as a whole. Yeah, and, and I, I watch him. I watch his numbers, and you know what's going on. It's matchups. It's who's healthy. All that. Th- that's fine, but it doesn't make it emotionally easier for anybody, especially if you put up numbers one game. That's no different than high school or anything else when you think you're playing well and all of a sudden you're not playing, all those things. But, Richard, you've seen the Timberwolves as well a lot. A big game for both on Tuesday night. Not the end if, it, if they lose, but uh, break this one down. Uh, you've seen what the Wolves have done. You've seen where the Clippers are at. Clippers got some veterans that have been there before. H- how do you see Tuesday night? You know, I, I the, the Wolves. First of all, they're they're playing some of the best basketball in the NBA right now. I mean, offensively, they are they are doing amazing, and I think they have found. You know, they're a young team, but they have found their, you know, their strength, and and they know how to use it, and they're using it right. So. Um, so it's going to be a super interesting game. Now the Clippers, on the other hand, have some veterans, and and now everybody's back and healthy, and they're you know they're playing really good. Paul George came back, and man, he's just been a beast, um, and he's he's playing extremely well. Um, so it's going it's going to be a super competitive game. That atmosphere on Tuesday night, as you guys know, it just, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. It's going to be amazing. So I, I'm, I'm kind of torn a little. My son plays mm-hmm. for the Clippers, so of course I want them to win. But I, yeah. you know, I do have some history with the Wolves as well, and yep. and um, so it's going to be. Um, it's but I, I definitely will be cheering for for the Clippers on Tuesday night somewhere somewhere <laughs> in fair. the arena. <laughs> That's fair. And Richard, I'll Pete. tell you, you were with the Timberwolves, obviously, and and that had to be a great experience. But tell, just give us an opportunity to hear about this. You played in Turkey. You played in Spain. I actually got offered an opportunity to play over there as well. I think at the time there was only two Americans on each uh, American not, football. Not football, not basketball, in, right, Pete? Yeah, this is football. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was not playing basketball, but but tell us about that experience. It had to be unbelievable, right? I, I mean, I've heard so many great things yeah. about about playing over there. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, I, I had an amazing experience. You know, I, I I was fortunate enough to find the right team and the right coach at the right time to to spend a year in the NBA. 
which was which which was just amazing. And after that, I I just I, I thought for where I was from a basketball player, I would probably have a, a more success uh, overseas and and be a bigger part of the team. And I started getting opportunities. So I first went to Turkey, and I'm going to tell you when I when I first went to Turkey, I was a little concerned because we were actually just coming out of the Gulf War. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm going to a country that's that, that's geographically connected to the country that mm-hmm. we were in a war with. Yep. <laughs> so, but when I but when but when I got there, it was the people, the people they were amazing, and and I and it just it blew my mind. So I, I actually end up spending three years in Turkey, um, and just I loved every minute of it, and and I still have friends, Amir name is actually Amir is actually named after one of my Turkish teammates who who was my translator you know all three years I was over there he and I have you know become you know lifelong friends um so uh, that's actually who Amir uh, my son is named after and then I went to Spain and then I went to Japan it was just it was just amazing traveling the world, seeing these different countries, spending time learning different cultures and and uh and, and, and being able to live amongst different people with different beliefs. It really made me it really made me feel like not only am I an American citizen, but that I am a citizen of the world. And it it just changed a lot of my perspectives as a young man of how I see the world in general. That's that's a great story by itself, Richard. We, we, we're out of time today. We appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much for your insights and your story and perspective on uh, your, your career has been one that's uh, really been interesting to study as well throughout when, when Clem went and got you and you're a paratrooper to, to now has been something yep. else that you're still living here. And we do excuse you for rooting for the Clippers uh, on Tuesday night. <laughs> be right. Hey, I hope you're wearing blue and red too, my friend. <laughs> I most definitely will. Hey, well, it's right. always it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to get to talk to a two Minnesota legend. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got Pete. I'll find another one. But thank you, Richard. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you, Richard. <laughs> Richard right, Coffee, his son Amir, coming to the Target Center on Tuesday night. Uh, we're the home to the Timberwolves. Obviously, we'll visit with former Timberwolf coming up in the eleven o'clock hour to break it down as well.